Welcome to Girl Talk with your host, Melissa Ann. Girl Talk is that show which discusses the real issues black women face being a mom, a dad, a wife, a girlfriend, a sister, a co-worker, a therapist, or whatever hat black women wear on any particular day. Why? Because black women are just dope. Without further ado, here is your host, Melissa Ann. Welcome to Girl Talk with your girl, Melissa Ann. Listen, we have a great show today. This is the author spotlight. And since I'm an author, it is always great to be able to uh, spotlight my favorite authors. And today we have with us Shanika Mayo, who is an outstanding author. I think she is an author of three books and she'll tell you more about how you can reach her and what her books are about. But our topic today is if loving you is wrong, why you still won't do right? So <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about that because that's what her characters seem to do in, in her book, Unleashed Raw. So without further ado, I want to allow Shanika to introduce herself. Welcome. Hi. Hello, everyone. As she stated, I am an author, a self-publishing author at that. My name is Shanika Mayo. I do have three books, and today we're going to discuss my book, Unleashed Raw. Um, so, yeah, with this book, it's about one girl. It's a it's about one girl who is young and just graduated and starting her career. And, you know, she want her, her man to go with her on her journey, and he's more skeptical because he feel like he's still young. So then when he leaves, when she leaves, he doesn't go with her. So now she's trying to figure out life without him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So when she leaves and she get on her career path, then everything is going great. He ends up finding her because he follows her. And they run back into each other and they try to rekindle this old spark that they had once. And everything just kind of goes left. Because like you said, how I love you and you still won't do right. So now <laughs> she's trying to figure out, does she want to continue this journey with him or does she want to just move away from him altogether? So it's a lot of mixed emotions in the book as far as the um, main character goes. And it's a lot of loopholes and twists and turns in that book that you all will find very interesting. It's about life lessons, but it's a very good read. I can imagine. I can't wait to get the book. Um, I waited until the last minute, of course, that's what I do. I procrastinate, but I can't wait to get the book and pick it up and start to, um, read it, Shanika, but something had to prompt you to write that book. What was that something? I don't write books about myself. Let me go ahead and put that out there because I get that question a lot from my audience. <laughs> None of yeah. the books are about me, but I do have um friends and family and I have seen people that experience certain things that contributes to my ideas in the books it isn't that funny because people automatically think because you're an author you write books about yourself obviously there are going to be elements of yourself in the book but we as authors can get dialogue from anywhere ideas right. from anywhere we could get it from tv we could get it from twitter we could get it from instagram right we could get it from watching your friends so people need to know they need to be careful around authors because we're watching you for dialogue right we can find <laughs> we can find any little thing to talk about <laughs> like the title right. um 
I got asked about the title, like, out of all things, why did you call the book Unleashed out of all names? And I said, right. well, the reason why I called the book Unleashed is because if you ever, if this goes for both female and male, if you ever been dealing with someone and you love them and you just love the mess out of them and then they ended up doing something that brutally hurts you some people you know they'll cry some people they do an alternative method and they have they hot girl summer or they become playboys and she just she was unleashed she just she was looking for love in all the wrong ways and because of she her feelings were hurt so I called it unleashed because of the main character she just couldn't get it together after that that's a great 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 title and I think that what you some of the things that you said is when we um, are hurt, usually after having a relationship with someone, and I don't know if you've experienced this, Shanika, because you seem very young, but you may have been in love with someone and they hurt you. Um, like we're saying is if loving you is wrong and you still don't do right, like someone gives you all of their energy, all of their love, and you still do the wrong things, um, it is. It does cause a pain in your core. Yeah. Um, have you experienced that, or know anyone experienced that? And, and do you want to talk a little bit about how your character um, dealt with that? So of course. So um, I have experienced it. I am young. I'm 24, but um, I've been with my fiance for six years. So you know, every relationship have their ups and downs. Um, both of you or do you always have one stronger than the other so it's not perfect so I mean of course I've had my heart broke he's had his heart broke we both probably done things because we're still young um it just comes with it it might not be right but you know we're still learning each other still growing together um but with my character when she got her feelings hurt she is the type where you hurt my feelings oh okay you, I'm the wrong one to hurt your hurt feelings because now I'm going to not only am I going to make your life hell, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do it in a respectful way. But you're going to know about it. Like she's one of those girls where when her feelings hurt, she want to put her hands on you. But after she put her hands on you, now she's a she's like, OK, I don't know who you are. I'm going to ignore who you are. I don't want to talk to you. If I see you, you're going to see me with somebody else type of energy. Like I'm going to replace you before I let you hurt my feelings. That's the type of character she is. She sounds like a Gemini. Wow, it's funny you should say that. I don't know what her, her thing is, but the reason why I said it's funny is because my fiance is a Gemini, and I really don't think I got the perspective from him. But it's funny that you should say that because it just kind of fit the little Gemini stamina. I have a lot of friends that are Gemini, so it, she could be one. <laughs> yeah, she could be a Gemini. She definitely could you be a Gemini. Is there anything from your book that you want to read that kind of relates to? how that character um, manages through some of those situations or, or how she is basically to me, she sounds like a boss B. She, oh yeah. She, now don't get it wrong. Now she might got her feelings hurt, but she is one of those head honcho type of women that you don't play with her because her status is so high and she's going to make sure that everything is in order from head to toe. But once you play with her and her feelings hurt, she like, now nah, I just feel like you're coming for my character. So now I got to show you who I am. Like I'm professional, but I can take it there with you as well. Wow. 
Do you think that women experience um, the pain more than women or men? Sorry. As far as, you know, it's all, it, it is a stigma that men hurt women more than, than um, vice versa. What do you think? Honestly, because I grew up a tomboy, <laughs> I really don't <laughs> feel like men hurt women more than, than we hurt them because the difference is women show their emotions and men will act mm -hmm. like nothing phases them. Like they're, Oh, I'm good. Like, I don't care. I'm good off her. And they use that, but they use it in a, a alternative form. Like we'll cry and we want to fight and we want to yell and we want to scream. And then we want to get yeah. even. You have the people that get even. Whereas a man, it's more of a pride thing. So when you play them, it's like, I don't respect you no more. I don't look at you the same. We're done. And then they just treat you like the worst human being ever because you you mess with their pride and a pride is everything to a man. And then for them to have a woman that they genuinely love who wasn't they wasn't really trying to hurt hurt their feelings. They take it on a personal level more than a woman would because a woman will take it personally. But at the end of the day, if you give us time, we'll forgive you and we'll heal versus a man is like, nah, I'm never looking at you the same. Even if I forgive you, I'm never looking at you the same. And I'm going to still do me because I'm never going to trust you again. Oh, that was yeah. a word right there from yeah. young lady. That was a good old word <laughs> right there. Cause it's really true. We do wear women do wear their emotions. And I love the aspect of you saying that um, men aren't the only ones that are the drivers of hurt. Right. Women do it too, to men at, at the same rate. And, but it's just that they don't show it. And I think we forget about that, that men have feelings too. See, a lot of things about a woman and women, please don't chew my head off. I still want y'all to get my book, <laughs> but I'm a woman. And so a lot of things is because we are women, um, we are presumed as soft creatures or vulnerable creatures. And when a man gets vulnerable, then a lot of women look at that like, oh, you're weak. Like you're you're a weak man because you can show your feelings or you're a weak man because you can express your feelings to me. So men don't feel that it's safe to express themselves because of women looking at them like they're less than a man when they do. So they feel like they have to put on the whole armor. They have to deal with your attitude, protect their pride and hide their feelings because they can't be honest with you because you'll look at them less than a man which goes with them finding women that will be like okay i'll sit here and listen to you all day and then they cheat on you and then you're wondering like what am i not doing right because they don't want to show you that version of them it's not that they don't love you it's just they feel like with you they have to be a particular type of man versus with the other woman they can you know be themselves and let their hair down not saying they want to be with her but she's more open to another side of him than you are because you already have your mindset of the character that he is oh girl you dropping nuggets today <laughs> today t-a-h dash day man that was that was pretty deep because a lot of women do want to figure out okay why is he cheating on me and you just said it it is not that they don't love you is that they're not they don't feel free to be themselves with you and I right. think that goes back to, you know, finding your soulmate because your soulmate is that person that you can be free, free with them. They accept you for who you are and they love you for everything um, about you, who you are in that individual. 
Um, do you feel like your fiance is your soulmate? You've been together for six years. Yeah, we've been together for six years. We've been engaged for a year. We're set to get married on August 20th. And through all of I the ups and right. downs, yes, through all of the ups and downs, I can honestly say I do feel like he's my soulmate. I just feel like with me, it more so was I matured quicker than he did. But at the same time, he, he had that demeanor where he felt like, because she has herself together in his eyes. Now, not mine. In his eyes, he felt like because she has herself together a certain way that I have to be this certain type of man for her. So it would allow him. So he'll put his guard up a lot. And I'll be like, you don't have to do that with me. And but he felt like he did because he felt like, oh, you're alpha female. You really don't need me for anything. So a lot of men want to feel wanted and we don't do it intentionally. But. They want to feel like you want them. They want they, they like a lot of things, yeah. a lot of mistakes we say is like, okay, you can leave and I can do this without you or I can, I can yeah. do all this. You don't have to be here. And what we don't know is men really take that type of stuff to heart. Because yeah, what a man is supposed to do is provide. So if you constantly telling them, oh, I don't need you. I can do this without you. After hearing that so much, they begin to believe it. And then they feel like, oh, well, she really don't need me. So I'm going to find somebody else who do or make me feel like, at least for the moment, that they need me. And by the time they mess up, now they're like, dang, I really won't even try to mess up. Why can't she get it? The same things we say is the same things men say. They just not very open with it. Yeah. And I think that alpha female is a very important piece because there's alpha female and then alpha uh, male and then beta from what I understand, and we have to get my friend T. Marie on to talk about the differences. But men, it's not that men don't want independent women. I think they just need to know that you need them. Because right, like you can be independent women, and still be submissive. That's right. Not submissive. I don't know about the word submissive. No, okay. A partner. A partner okay. would be a better word. No, so, okay, let me explain that. So the reason why I say submissive, because a lot of people think submissive is what a man tells you to do something, that's what you're supposed to do. That's not what submissive means. That's, that, that, is, that is not what it means. Being submissive means, okay, I have this, and I know what I bring to the table. And you know what you bring to the table. Even if you bring more or I bring more, you're still the head of the household. I'm going to carry you as such. I'm going to treat you like that. Like, I'm not going to disrespect you or make you feel less than because I may have more and you may have less. Submissive is trusting your partner. Like, if he say, um, y'all sit down and y'all talk and he say, I feel like this is a good game plan. This is what I feel like we should do. Hear him out. Don't automatically jump down and throw. I got this. I've been doing this. Like a lot of times we yeah. get feedback. <laughs> and then they be like, he be like, dang, I'm just trying to give you advice. And then both of you are frustrated because he's like, you know what? I can't talk to her. She she just too much. And then you be like, oh, I'm too much. And then y'all start arguing all over again. When it was really a simple conversation, I feel like a lot of times some people think submissive is being weak. It's not being weak. It's just you should be a woman should want to be vulnerable with her soulmate or her man, someone that she said that she's in love with. If you can't be vulnerable with him, then why are you with him? Why do you feel like you're with him? Is it because of you trying to prove everybody wrong? Is it because you can't stand to be alone? Like you should be able to be vulnerable with him without feeling like you're being told what to do. Okay. All right, so Shanika, that was a great, 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 great summary that you give. And you were going to talk about, um, read a little bit from your book about your character being vulnerable and tie it back to what that, what that means, vulnerable and being unleashed as a woman. 
Okay, so this chapter is called Truth for Harmony. And because we are on a podcast, I'm going to skip around certain areas. So in this mm-hmm. chapter, you're going to hear three characters. It's Sandra, Brian, and the main character, Megan. All right? So Sandra knocks on Brian's door, waiting for him to answer. Sandra, what are you doing here? I do not take no easily. Sandra then removed her robe, exposing her naked body. She then kissed him and jumped on him. Brian closed the door behind him as he picked Sandra up and took him to his room. While they were having intercourse, Megan entered the home and sat on the couch. Wait a minute. So Megan is who? Megan is the main character who actually left college. And her and Brian is obviously the dude that she was in love with who didn't want to follow her and when they met again they was rekindling their relationship so he was just dealing with Megan okay like literally like they rekindled this spark they was in love she thought like oh he's back we're back in effect so that's why she has a key to his apartment so she is in the living room yes she's in the living room while they're having sex so now back back to the book as you know, he took mm-hmm. her to the room and they proceeded to have sex. Look, Sandra, I am about to go in the living room. Once once you get dressed, you know where the door is. Brian then put on his balling shorts and walked in the living room. Megan sat in Brian's living room crying, holding Sandra's robe. So I guess Sandra here, huh? Brian placing his, head, his hands on his head. Megan, please let me explain. Nope, there's no need. You clearly have not changed. And here I was ready to put my all into you. But I guess not. Megan, please. Brian, I cannot find my robe. Have you seen it? Oh, my Lord. Can you just leave already? Are you talking about this robe, Sandra? Megan, wait. What are you doing here? Sandra, can you please just go home? No, let her stay, Brian. Clearly, I'm the one who is unwelcome. Megan, please. Can we just talk, please? Talking is over, Brian. You two have a good night. Brian, grab Megan. Can we please just talk? Wait, so you two really did know each other? I tried to tell you, bitch. Sandra began to cry. Megan, I'm so sorry. Save it. You two belong together. Anyway, the effed up part is, I was considering leaving him alone for good because I knew you liked him. And I did not want to hurt my best friend. But I see we are not the same. Megan, we are the same. We are best friends. I would never hurt you. Too late for that. And by the way, I'm moving out. I will be back to get my things. And Brian, please don't follow me this time. Dang, fuck that. No, you're going to listen. You do not get to run away this time, Megan. Now, me and Sandra, there is no us. I love you. She came over here and jumped on top of me and started kissing me. And I'm supposed I made you carry me in the bedroom and have sex with me too then, huh? You know what? Forget this. I'm leaving. And Megan, I'm truly sorry. I should have listened to you. Sandra, I'm done with the both of you. Neither of you say a word to me ever again. Megan then slammed the door and left. Well, now that she is gone, do you want to go for another round? Man, get your ass out of my house. Sandra said that. Wait, Sandra said you want to go for another round? Yeah, she said now that Megan yeah she said now that megan is gone do you want to go for another round and he said man get your ass out my house brian said as he pushed sandra out the door and threw her robe in her face sandra walked home crying and regretting everything she had done 
child. There's a lot to unpack right there, honey. <laughs> so it goes back to our title of Loving You Is Wrong. You still won't do right. So she was the roommate and best friend of Megan sleeping with her man. Go ahead, yeah. girl. Yeah. You're going to unpack that. <laughs> okay, so in the beginning of the book, um, you will see that Sandra and Megan are best friends. They um moved in together after Sandra graduated because, you know, she just started her job. And they became best friends. And then when Brian came into town, Megan acted like she didn't know who he was. She was like, I don't know who that is. But she seen him when he came, but she tried to play it off like, play it cool. Like, oh, I don't know who he is. So Sandra was like, oh, he is fine. And, you know, and she was like, I know I'm going to go find out who he is. So then when Sandra leaves to go to work, Brian ends up coming over to their house because, you know, he know who Megan is. They end up, you know, rekindling a little spark or whatever. And Brian is like, okay, Megan, if we keep messing around, then we should go public. Why not let your friend know who I am? Why not let the world know that you're taken? But Megan main thing was when I asked you to leave with me, when we graduated college, you didn't want to go. And I just don't want to put myself back out there for you to hurt my feelings again. So he's trying to get her to go public and she's more like, no, we're just going to keep, you know, messing around and till I'm ready. So then Sandra ends up asking him on a date and he's like, okay, I'll go on a date because once again, Megan act like she don't know him. So exactly. So look, so he, so when she finds out about the date, Megan finds out about the date and Megan is like, oh, so you're going on a date and he like, you don't want me. So why does it matter? And so she's like, okay, you got it. I'm going to let y'all have y'all little date. But she told Sandra, she said, I know him. I used to deal with him. And Sandra was like, oh, you lying. I can't believe you really jealous that he chose me over you. I can't believe you would do this to me because he didn't want you. So Megan was like, well, I tell you what, when you find out the truth, I don't want to hear nothing. So they go on their date. And then Sandra brings him back to their house. But when she bring him back to their house, when she go in the bathroom, Megan comes out in like her little night lingerie and he see her and he's trying to touch her. And she's like, nope, you're here with Sandra. You're not here for me. Like, you know, being a little funny, like you're, you're not here for me. And so now he want to go home because he like, he really want to be with Megan, but she just don't know how to make her mind up and go public. And he, in his mind, he like, I'm not about to settle when you don't want to go public versus somebody who openly wants me. So then Sandra, um, Megan go back in the room and Sandra comes back out and he just tell her he has to go because, you know, Megan done triggered something else. That's why she ended up coming to the house like, I don't take no for an answer. And that's how that scene happened. So Megan goes in there Girl. and sex. Yeah. And so, so the question is, because it's two sides. So who's at fault here? Is he at fault because he pursued the friend? Or is yeah. Megan at fault because... He, when he came to you and wanted to have the open relationship, you bluntly act like you didn't know who he was. And then when he got the tired real of chasing story. you, he, he got tired of chasing you and he went for your friend, which he should not have went for your yeah. friend, period. But he pursued your friend because he got tired of chasing you. So who's really wrong or, or is both of them wrong? All of them wrong. Exactly. At first you say the man, but all of them as out of pocket. In this, well, Sandra, in this Zane like uh, book. So, by the way, y'all, if y'all like Zane, <laughs> um, y'all need to go ahead and pick up this book. <laughs> we couldn't even re- record some of the stuff on here. It's a little hot, but um, 
You I think I'm a little bit more book. detailed than she is. <laughs> okay. So Zane lovers, you definitely want to pick up this book on Amazon. And I think we are close to time, but I think all of them were wrong because she knew that was her ex. Um, Sandra did. She knew that was Megan's ex, which is already off. Off that is girl code. I mean, yeah, that is off girl code. If you, for one, if you my friend and and you used to deal with this guy, I don't want to deal with him. But in Sandra' defense, when she first when they seen him together, Megan said she had no idea who he was, and they both said they was gonna try to get him. So from Sandra' point of view, she like you didn't even know who he was. So how can you tell me y'all used to date? I never heard you speak of him. I never heard you talk about him. And then when he when I ask him on a date and we agree to go on a date, now all of a sudden you know him, and y'all used to date. So she's like lost. Like now she just feel like, oh, you're just being jealous because he chose me. But in reality, Megan wasn't lying. Megan should have just told her from jump, like, oh, that's my ex from college. Instead of doing a little runaround where she act like she didn't know him and they meet in private type of things. Girl, I can't wait to um for my book to arrive so that I can get more juicy details on how this ends how with the beginning middle and end of <laughs> of unleashed raw but tell people where they could get your book how they could connect to you um and um etc any other information you want to share any new books that you have coming out the other two that you had out already tell us a little more about that so before we close out here of course so you can get unleashed on amazon um in paperback form or in kindle you also can get unleashed from barnes and noble they picked up the book which i was definitely excited about congrats congrats yes congrats. thank you it's also on google play store for my fellow ebook readers so it's on google play and it's on kindle and also if you go to google and type in arthur shanika mayo it will show you my books it literally will just show my books and my podcast the other two books is called undecided and playing dirty those are the books i published before unleashed so my mindset is when i write the first book when i wrote my first book everybody loved it it wasn't as graphic as this it was like a give back to my home book type of book and then i dropped playing dirty and i saw how much people love my content for playing dirty i said well i have to outshine playing dirty now because it's so good and so that's where unleashed came about so my next book that i'm writing i'm actually writing three but the next one that i will be dropping is g-spot and that book Ooh. is gonna be crazy it's yeah. gonna be very crazy yeah. and then after that i will drop a book um, called Getting Down and Dirty, Playing Dirty Part 2 because a lot of my fans have been asking me to do a Part 2 to Playing Dirty. So I will drop Getting Down and Dirty, Playing Dirty Part 2 after I drop G-Spot. Well, congratulations. Being and coming an author and a writer is no easy feat. And you've accomplished it um, three times and, and you're still going. And I'm really excited about picking up the book and I'm sure that my listeners will be too. Um, you have definitely piqued my interest. This was a great, great conversation. I'm glad that you and I've connected. And if you want to tell people how they can connect to you on Instagram? Of course, that's what I was about to do. So my Instagram name is I am Shanika dot M. At, uh, it's on Instagram. So it's at I am Shanika dot M. And on Twitter, it is I am Shanika 
M, the M is capital. So you can connect with me through Instagram or you can connect with me through Twitter. And if you go on my Instagram, you will see the link to my actual page, um, one of my pages. And then I also have the Arthur page where if you purchase the book, you will see that I have an Arthur page through Amazon as well. Congratulations again, Shanika. It has been a really, really um, great time having this conversation with you. And I do expect that we will have more conversations as you become a best-selling author. And oh, of course. Forget us little people on these podcasts. But, I definitely um, won't. So let you say that one <laughs> second, because I do have to give a shout out to Miss Jamisha Hall. I always shout her out because that was where I did my very first podcast. So I always shout her out because, you know, she she gave me a platform to actually introduce myself, which built me for your platform. So shout out to you too, Miss Melissa and my fellow Arthur. And I can't yes. wait to get your books as well, because I never forget where <laughs> I came from and who helped me, who helped me come up. So. I just want to shout y'all to out. Y'all are both amazing women and it's all about women empowerment and y'all are very encouraging. Y'all help us encourage each other. Like we network and I love that because you don't find that often where women get along in a business, in the same field of business. It's always like a competition. Right. So for us to network and build together, I love it. Yeah. I'm shoot. I'm all about raising each other up. And that's what this podcast is about, empowering black women and ensuring that all of us have a voice. Because if one wins, we all win. And that is how we roll over here. But again, I thank you for um, the opportunity to even meet you and hear more about your book. I'm so excited for you. Thank you for listening to our podcast with author Shanika Mayo. It has been a great, great opportunity. And as always, I see you because I am you. You have just listened to the Girl Talk podcast with your host, Melissa Ann. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Until next time, remember, I see you because I am you.